Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Take a look at something. Very often, we have thoughts that continue to run through our mind where we can't make decisions, we're in fear, the voice in our head, we should and we shouldn't, uh, reliving the past, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. And it's one of the most common questions that I get. How do we get these? How do we get this to stop? But I think we have to look at the nature of it to really understand it first. And I always like to go to nature because you don't see this in nature. And you know, I would say that for years. I would say, you don't see this in nature. You don't see this in nature. And then when I rescued my Westie, he did something that was very interesting. Uh, and and uh, Meredith, who rescues dogs, kind of like is a passion for herself, explained to me that what my dog was doing was called crate spins. And he would just spin in circles, like constantly just go in circles, go in circles, go in circles. And because he was abused and because he was left in a crate constantly, uh, it was a physical representation of, of what I was explaining happens in most people's minds. But you don't see it if the animal is out in nature on its own. You only see this in nature if human beings get involved and they do something that, uh, uh, well, they act, they abuse an animal in some way. But it's interesting because it has the same exact effect of what's going on in our mind. So what's actually happening? When we can't come to a resolution about something, it becomes somewhat of a threat to us. And our mind doesn't know what to do with it because we're not resolving it. Now, my dog today spins a little when he gets anxious or when he gets excited. But most of the time, he doesn't do that behavior anymore uh, because I've worked with them for for a few years now at this point. But when he gets excited, where he's not really focused on how he's doing things every day, he goes back into that. It, it has become a learned, a learned behavior. Like if you tell him you want to go outside and he really wants to go outside, he'll start running towards the door, but he'll spin like four times on his trip to the door. You know, it's uh, it's interesting to actually watch. And I was thinking that is such a physical representation of what people do all day in their life. You know, they have to go do these activities, but their mind is spinning as they're trying to get to these, these activities and, and actually get things done. But nature has to do something to deal with fear, to deal with threats to deal with anxiety. But when it doesn't have the ability to do what it naturally would do, which be, which would be either to fight it or run away, 
it's constantly trying to figure out a way to resolve it. So my dog could not get away from the people that were abusing it. But it still had this desire to move because that's what's in its DNA. So what did it do? It just ran in circles in its crate. Because that internal impulse is, it's that strong, regardless of the fact that it can't go anywhere. It can't logically think that. But human beings do the same thing in their mind and very much in their life too. Like we're not, maybe we're not running in circles, but when we keep suffering the same problem over and over again, it's very similar. It's very similar. So when you're experiencing the same problem over and over again, or you're experiencing the same thought patterns over and over again, you have to ask yourself, why am I thinking what I'm thinking? Why is it that I'm constantly repeating this thought process? You'll also find it uh, a lot when people live in the past. You should be very concerned when you run into a person who talks more about the past than they do about the future. Because it's a representation of where they're living in their mind. Then part of the problem with living in your past is it's never quite as you remembered. And we're always adding and deleting to it as we go, as we go further and further in our life. So how do we resolve it? How do we resolve the idea? I think the way that it's resolved is by conditioning ourselves to the truth around it. We have to give it a re- we have to give it a resolve. We have to give that thought process a resolve of some kind. Because without it it will keep doing the natural thing which is reliving it over and over again because it does not know that it's not a threat anymore. Here's the, here's what it does. Here's what it does. And I have to be careful because if I say realize, it almost indicates that there's thought behind it, but there actually is no thought behind this. When you're constantly repeating something in your mind over and over again, it's a total process of your subconscious. There's not any conscious process to it at all. It just doesn't know what to do with it. But what it does know is that if it keeps repeating it over and over again, and nothing bad is happening to you, it is taking some action, but you're safe in the moment. So part of this is separating yourself from the thought. We have to separate ourselves from the thought. The thought is not us. We are doing the thought, but the thought's not us. The moment that we get sucked into the illusion that the thought is us, then that becomes dangerous. Because the thought is then controlling your behavior. The thought is also controlling then future thoughts, what you then think because of that thought. And you're not staying conscious in the moment. So we have to be really aware. Why are we thinking? Why are we thinking? You have to think about what you're thinking about. And then you have to bring truth to it. Why would I keep repeating something in my mind? Why is that uh, 
the thought that comes up that that causes me to go into some kind of paralysis or do something dysfunctional, why does it keep doing what it's doing? It just simply does not know how to move away from it. It is, it is a pattern in and of itself. It's no different than the crate spins with my dog. The illusion is that because there's movement, something's happening, but nothing's really happening. You might wanna write that one down, that the, illu the illusion is that because there's movement, something's happening. It's very similar when we find ourselves, uh, do, you know, like doing busy work through the day, just doing something because we feel that we have to do something, but if there's no progress forward with what we're doing, we're just doing something. So what is the truth around what it is that you're thinking? Well, part of it is that the pattern is doing, what thing is it doing consistently? It's keeping you exactly where you are. Insofar as when and how it happens in your life, it's keeping you exactly where you are. So here's what we know. We know that if that's the case and it's winning, there's no clear outcome on your part. So you have to interject a clear outcome of what you want. What is, what is the thing that I want? Because that is going to give me a sight on the direction that I need to move so that I stop spinning in circles. The spinning is actually presenting an illusion that something is happening, but nothing's happening. And in that process, I'm actually safe. You're not safe. It's just the illusion. You're actually, a, you're, you become a sitting target in that behavior. Because destiny will show up at some point. Everything is based on cause and effect. What you procrastinate today will be detrimental at some point in the future. That's a guarantee. We just don't know when. You'll experience the result of that. So if you're spinning in your mind today and it doesn't stop, that is going to produce a result in the future that will be detrimental, detrimental to you. We just don't know when. I think we also create this illusion because it's not doing anything bad now. And actually there's some relief that we're experiencing because it's this, uh, you know, it's almost in a way where we're kind of dealing with an anxiety in a way that nothing bad is going to happen, but that's not true. It's like having your car stalled on a set of train tracks. There may be no train coming right now, but at some point there will be. And the longer you sit on those tracks, the longer you sit on those tracks, the, 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 the greater that you increase the probability of being run over by the train. So how do you stop the spinning? You have to, you, first of all, you have to bring, what is my outcome? Where am I going? That has to be first. You have to have a destination. Because if you keep saying to yourself, how do I get off the tracks? When your car is stalled on the tracks, you don't ever get off the tracks. The outcome is to move off 
the tracks, not think about why you're stuck on the track. The idea is to move, to move in the direction. The illusion is that we need the thought to stop before we can move. We don't. We do not need the thought to stop before we can move. You must move in the direction that you want to go regardless of what the thought is doing. Otherwise, the thought is controlling your behavior. And we don't want the thought to control our behavior. The spinning will stop when you begin to move in a straight line. It won't stop the second you do it, but it'll stop when you continually do it. When I took my dog out of the crate, when he was no longer locked in a crate, he could move in a direction. When I first got him, he would spin for hours in the house. He would just spin and spin and spin and spin and spin. And the trainer told me, put a leash on him and walk him. Walk him in a direction. You have to reprogram him in the direction so that he knows to go in a direction and not to go in circles. The, the subconscious that works in the dog is the same subconscious that works in the human. It works exactly the same way. You have to move in the direction that you want to go. Otherwise, you live in the illusion. See, the, the, the underlying urgency behind it is that whole fight or flight. Fight or flight says fight, right? You're going to fight the thing that you're afraid of or that you're going to run away. But if you, if you experience a problem where you can't fight and you can't run away, which is a lot of the problems that we experienced as children, because we didn't have the ability to do that. We couldn't fight back. We couldn't run away. We develop crate spins. <laughs> That's what we develop. So you have to retrain your mind to move in the direction that you want it to go. Because when it's, when it's going in a circle and it hypnotizes you, you think you have to do something else to stop that. You don't. You need to pick a direction and move in that direction. And consistently do it every time your mind starts spinning. The impulse is to stop and to sit down, to not do anything. That's like a big key. There's fear there, right? There's fear there. So to this day, when Ferguson does his spin, I move him in the direction the best that I can. And he barely does it anymore. Like he'll do us, like if we're going outside, he'll do one spin or two spins before we get to the door. But he ultimately knows to go to the door. So he'll go to the door. When I first got him, he wouldn't do that. He would spin around and then pee right there, wherever he was. So it's, re it's literally reprogrammed in your body. It's just that for so many years, they kept him in a crate that he did it so many thousands of times that is still hardwired in his nervous system to some degree. So it's it's, it's it's not out completely, it's there, but he has control over it now himself. He doesn't need me to control it. He will not just sit and spin anymore. He will go in the direction of what it is that he ultimately wants, and, it's, and it stops. And human beings are the same way. We'll have a thought that starts to spin or that starts to recur, 
But if we continue to be like, what's my outcome? What direction am I moving? And we, and we change the behavior in that moment, the thought pattern will follow the behavior. So get off the idea that you need your thought to catch up before you act. You don't. You need to move before you, before you think with a predetermined destination of where you're going. Think about what you're thinking. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.